This is the Weekly Scramble, a place where we chat about life over a cold one or two. It's time to belly up to the pod with Mike Fratelloni and your host, Chris Reavers. That's right. It's time for the Weekly Scramble. My name is Chris Reavers, and I'm alongside with Mike Fratelloni of Fratelloni's Hardware and Garden Stores. Hello, Michael. You did that very baseball-esque. You are like, that's right. I am hey, Chris Reavers. Welcome back, everybody. We just went through our, our pre-show talk. Was just how we wanted to punch certain people, how like some people should get sued, and I was you like, know what "Okay, we were talking about yeah. behavior. We were talking about behavior and yes. how some people have poor behavior and how people are not getting punched enough." You know, I thought about you the other day <laughs> mm-hmm. because every time you and I start to talk, and you and <clears throat> you're kind of my uh, my go to on certain subjects, mm-hmm. <clears throat> and you always say one thing that always sticks with me when I'm thinking, "God, is it?" Why is this, you know, I was down in the dumps the other day about just a bunch of news crap that was going on. And then I think about something you always tell me, like, you're more exposed to it now. It's always kind of been this way. We're just more inundated. The information, nothing has changed. That's exactly exactly right. And I thought about that the other day because, honest to God, I don't know what's going on, but is it, I don't know if it's the heat, you know, it's that time of the year. Mm -hmm. Is it getting to people, whatever? People are going nuts, man. People have always been nuts. Now we just can... The news cycle of of thousands of news entertainment systems, yeah. right? It's not just four or five, nine and eleven like we used to have. Sure, sure. Now sure. they have to create news, and I'm sure you guys. In fact, I think I listened to it on GL Garage Logic. You guys had that uh, the gentleman who was killed in his apartment building by the sniper. Yeah, and the Black Lives Matter people oh. out front. I'm all for Black Lives Matter, right? Whatever. I, I get it. It's mm-hmm. very important that we 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 need to make sure everyone's being treated correctly, right? But it's a group of white people screaming at, a, I think, a mixed-race woman, I believe she was partially Latino. Well, partially but I, Latino, but I'm willing and to be I, I've never seen the video. Yep. Screaming at her because she was mad that, hey, he tried to kill me. Right. There's, there's bullet holes in my holes. apartment. Well, you didn't die, so you should shut up. It's like, wait. That's the criteria that's now? That's the answer yeah. to this is because I didn't die, I should keep my mouth shut that he, because he tried to kill it's me? It's unreal. It could be, there could be something tragic. The guy could have mental illness. I get it. But you take kind of a risk when you're shooting guns at people mm-hmm. to get shot. Yeah. It seems risky. Uh, FYI, if you're listening and you're planning on shooting guns at people. <laughs> don't. Don't. Number one. <laughs> right? I mean, it, it just is risky. Right. And it, it's so weird. It's like, what kind of clown backwards world are we in? I know. And that's and, why I love doing this show with you because. We don't talk about that stuff. Well, no, not, no. Not, it's fine that you brought it up. Yeah. But I'm just saying like, that's, this is my. Oh, yeah, I get to have fun with Mike yeah, for an and, hour. <laughs> and I, I'm the guy who rides both sides of the fence. I get it. I get sure. some of the stuff sure. that, that both sides do, right? And I, honest to God, I feel like I don't even want to vote anymore. I don't care. I don't, <laughs> burn the place down. I don't care. Right? <laughs> I, honest to God. Yeah. My, my brain is at the point where all I want to do is watch funny videos of people like doing a wheelie and having their front wheel fall off, right? That's a great time. Sure. Just I want to watch those little segments. If I had someone question me about the news the other day, like, did you see that story? Nope. Nope. <laughs> I'm not going to read a newspaper. I'm not going to do that. And I think I'm, I, you know, I, I kind of picture myself a mild intellectual, right? Mm-hmm. I'm intellectually sure. thoughtful. Mm-hmm. And I'm just, I've gone into pure mental survival mode where I'm like, oh, I'm going to watch something on Netflix. That could be a Twitter a quote. Mike Fratelloni. 
mildly <laughs> intellectual. Mildly, mildly intellectual. intellectual. Yeah, <laughs> I like yeah. That. It's just sometimes other things matter more, and we're we're making stuff that's none of our business matter way too much. Uh, so we discussed Fourth of July, things of that nature, traveling with family, and we mm-hmm. did get, receive uh, some email. Oh, we did from from listeners, including this email from Greg. Subject line: July Fourth in Washington. Reavers, you blew it. I live in Washington. Our fireworks show in Birch Bay is absolutely amazing. It's all private uh, stashes, and it lasts from about 8.30 p.m. Mm-hmm. to 12.30 a.m. Oh, had nice. I known you could have been our special guest, every out-of-state guest that we've had for the force says the same thing each year. Good Lord, we didn't know things like this were still legal in the United States. I am so uh, mad that I didn't mention I was going out there and get Greg's email ahead of time. You'll have to drive back out there next year and have yeah. your kids take a flight. <laughs> yeah, that's a, you know, we had, some, I saw a nice one. I told you that story. I think I shared the story where I took my kids to the fireworks and they, before the climax, the crescendo. Sure. What am I thinking of the, uh, the, what's it called? The grand finale. Grand finale. Yeah. Um, that's still not the word, but before the grand finale of the fireworks show, my kids turned to me and said, let's go. Let's be traveling. Oh, that, yeah, yeah. You did and say I was that, like, yes. oh, I was so proud. I just wanted to give them all kisses. I was so proud. You're all little jaded <laughs> bastards, and they just all wanted to leave. All right. Can uh, I say that about my daughters? Why not? Yeah, why not? Our next one comes to us from Bert, subject line, Idaho. Idaho. Hi, Chris. First, shut up about Coeur d'Alene. <laughs> Shh. <laughs> uh, he also says, Lake Pend O'Reilly is about 1,150 feet deep. It means... Hangs from ears or ear loop, but could mean earring as well. Uh, I've never been there, either skiing or fishing. It's, I hear it sucks. No one should ever go. Meaning, oh, smart. Quit telling yeah. people to go there, okay. you moron. And it's called what? Coeur d'Alene, Idaho. No, I know that. Oh. But what was the lake called? Oh, the lake is called Pend O'Reilly. O uh, apostrophe R-I-E-L-L-E. Okay, so when people put those gauges in their ears and make that big looping earring thing... Now we can call it, oh, that's Pend O'Reilly. Yeah. So we'll use, I assume that's a Native American term for yeah. the lake. See, now we. But 1150? That's, that seems got to be one of the deepest lakes in the country, is I it have, not? It, I was going to ask you because you said, I, I went back and listened to our show. Yeah. And you said, you know what happened is this woman said, no one knows how deep it is. And I'm like, reverse, everyone knows how deep the lake yep. is. Like, you can just Google it in two Let's seconds. See. But I wonder if the lake detective just inherently would know that the lake in Coeur d'Alene is 1,100 feet deep. All right. Deepest what? lakes in the United States. Oh, okay. I'm way, way Because it's like 3,000 feet, maybe. Yeah. There's one that's called Crater Lake that's 20.6 miles deep. 20.6 miles? Uh, Wait, that can't be right either. Um, There's no way, no way it's 20, 20.6. Is that right? Crater Lake is a volcanic crater lake in south central Oregon in the western United States. It is the main feature of Crater Lake National Park and is famous for its deep blue color and water clarity. Dun, 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 okay. Uh, it was formed seven fifty years ago. I might be. I might have read that completely different. Yeah, that can't be. Because well, why would not, it say twenty? Did I read that wrong? There would be no hole in the earth that that deep, and there would be no mountain oh, that deep what or is, that high. Uh, what is twenty point six mi two? What does that mean? Um, is that milliliters? Metric something squared. <laughs> Am I too? Oh, that's here's going to be great. That's I the can, total amount of I can water. Already hear people yelling at me through the. Am I squared? Is that what it says? The lake partially fills. Mile squared. A two thousand one hundred forty-eight foot deep caldera 
and was formed in the first. Okay, it's deep. So three thousand square or two thousand two thousand feet deep. Okay, so I think what that was that was the size of the lake, and that was whatever miles squared. There right? you go. That's okay. what it was. Or miles cubed with a depth maybe. of just shy of two thousand feet. Square miles. The lake is the deepest in the United States. In the world, it ranks ninth for maximum depth. Okay, so that may yeah, because I was going to say that twenty six <laughs> miles didn't work. So I did have someone texted me the other day, and they wrote. Uh, if Reavers watches that movie again, I would recommend therapy. <laughs> we were talking about, and we're not going to talk about Maverick. We're no, not going to do it. We're not. But but they, someone thinks you're mentally ill. I know. Okay, just making sure that you know. Okay, but, just wanted to make sure. And I was ex- now. I guess we are going to. I was because ex- they made fun of me after they found out I went again over yeah. the holiday break. Yeah. And I guess there, there's just a variety of reasons why. Because I, I think it you was, can't explain. Explain this. I, again. I really can't. I, no, I can't, you're and I'm mentally. Not going you're to. 250 bucks into this movie, and you're <laughs> mentally ill. Well, because Johnny, I think it was Johnny mentioned the box office number for it, mm. and then Rookie Basis said, "Yep, yeah, a quarter of it's Reavers." That justifiably <laughs> so. I've never invested that much into a movie ever. I'm really proud. Have you ever seen a show? Well, we're going to get back to that. Go ahead. Um, uh, it's called What We Do in the Shadows. It's a comedy about vampires. No. If you get a chance, it's on Hulu, right? It's an, it's they're it, they're in their fourth season. I had never heard of it. It's like a mockumentary about vampires living in Staten Island. It's called What We Do in the Shadows. I just learned about it, and I've been watching it, and it's pretty funny, and it's well done. It's about these th- few vampires, four vampires that live in a house together, and they live in Staten Island, and they're vampires, but they're just kind of pacifists, and they don't really want to do things. And it's and it's kind of like an office where someone's following them around. A, a documentary crew is following them around. Huh. So if you get a chance, okay. you know, if everyone hates that one, write in and complain about it. And if everyone likes that one, write in and complain about something different. Uh, this one comes to us from Tracy. You ready? Fantastic mood, if you can tell. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how to save on gas? Oh, really? The gas prices, I guess, have come down a tad, mm-hmm. but we're all still trying to save money on gas. Ready? Uh, this is the dated July, July 5th, 2022 gas price from where I was at was $6 and 29 cents per gallon. Filled my tank total came to $132 and 25 cents. I drove without, drove off without paying. My court date is July 24th. My fine is $70. My savings is $62 and 25 cents. Continue to follow me for more money saving <laughs> tips. <laughs> I, I almost believe it. I almost believe it. I don't, it, right? I don't recommend you no. drive off. Boy, I. In fact, I don't even know. Do you know of any place? Because the places I frequent, and I there's maybe a dozen different gas stations that I Mm -hmm. in my travels to town ball games and whatnot. I I I don't have a place anymore that I can't just pump without having to prepay. Yeah, I I don't. I only prepay. I don't carry cash like Sushre does. No, but I'm saying I don't even think that that's an ability in a lot of places anymore. Like you have to prepay now. Oh yeah, yeah. I don't think there's anywhere they would let at 130 buck fill up. Why would you let anybody do that? Right. I did see a a nasty trick where they take the hose from one um, side of the pump, and they put it in on the other side, and they so when someone comes up and puts their credit card in. They take the hose that's on your side and attempt to fill, and you take their hose no. and you're filling using their hose. And it's this new scam they have in some spots in California. So you fill up your 30 gallon truck. They see the number going up, but they can't figure out what's going on because their hose isn't working because they're using your side hose and you you're using theirs. Interesting. Pretty sneaky. And 
<clears throat> I can't even imagine just in general uh, having to reside in that state mm-hmm. for a lot of different reasons. Yeah. But think about always having to be worried about somebody trying to steal from you in, at any point. Own a retail store. That's all. Oh, I can't even imagine. It's just all, every day you think, oh, there it is. Does it uh, get to, because I remember talking to you at mm-hmm. certain times when we were going through certain things. Do you get, did you, did you just get to the point where you're, you're not even mad anymore? Yeah, you do. You you can't. You know, it's funny because my father would still take things very, very personally. And I said, you didn't meet that person that stole that candy bar or whatever it was. You never knew them. You don't or know what's going on. Or that $300 power tool. Yeah, I mean, you know, granted, we surely don't want that to happen, but you cannot take it personally. It, it just, you you would go insane taking it personally. See, I would. I would be like your dad. You, you just can't because you, it, you know, you get, uh, um, you get calloused to it when it's the 80th time, 100th time, 400th time, you just get callous to it. You just, sure. you, every one of them can't be a major fight. Well, they that, just, cause yeah. I, it, you know, and it, I, I hope you're okay with me saying this, but yeah. I remember you showed me a video yeah, and I got mad. Oh yeah. And it's, and it's not my store, but you're my mm. friend. It was yeah. like, that was making me angry because what, of our, our, our relationship. What made me the most mad about that is I had security videos from one of my stores that was looted during the riots mm-hmm. and I couldn't share those with anybody because I was worried that the rest of our stores would get looted. If I, that's what made me the most mad is that there was such a feeling that you couldn't share a video of just rioters looting or looters, so looters y- looting. You you were worried about that because then you were worried that other people would see that going. Oh, this is an easy mark. No, I I was worried that they would have thought we were, um, you know, doing something against the. Against the grain, oh. I was like, "Hey, we're mad at this because people are looting." Well, you should be mad at that. We should be, but you got to remember that was a weird time. I told you oh, that. Oh, no, that's a good I, point. I, I came I guess into I the store the next day, one day after all of our windows are punched out, the alarms going out, and it is pitch black. It's about four o'clock in the morning. I go in there. I have a gun with me, and I go in, and there's a thirty-year-old gal in there with a shopping cart walking around, getting stuff. And I said, "What are you doing?" She goes, "Oh, you're not open." And I'm like. What do you mean we're not open? It's pitch black in here. All the windows are kicked out. The alarm's going off. Just constant alarms. through the. And she goes, oh, I couldn't tell. I was like, I said, I, you know, you don't know how dangerous this is. I don't know if you're with 20 people. And she's like, how dare you say that to me? She was indignant that I was mad at her for being and in the clearly store. she's lying to you. Well, yes and no. You, so, wait, wait, wait. But let me, I tell, break this let me down. tell you oh, why please, please. it was a no. I went and looked at her cart. And she had one foam brush, a pint of black paint, some, I mean, it was random stuff throughout the store that she was getting like a small amount of. It wasn't like looting, I'm filling a cart with 500 cans of spray paint. It's, I'm getting a foam brush. I'm going to work on my chair in my backyard. Honest to God, I was like, did she have a list in her hand? I'm like, what are the risks that she took being in that store? Because, I mean, looters could have still been in there. Who knows? You know. And she was just like this normal-looking gal. And I thought, what is going on in this world? So, okay, now I'm, now, now, now I'm playing Magnum P.I. here. Mm-hmm. Well, that's a dated reference, but whatever. So you firmly believe that at 4 o'clock in the morning, she decided, oh, you know, I better run to frats. No, I don't <laughs> firmly believe that. But weirdly, in her cart... She had what looks to be a shopping stuff, 
like mm. a little bit of five That's different departments. So weird. It was it was really really weird. Because you would think at some point she would have said, "Okay, well, the door didn't unlock. I had to go through the busted glass." Yeah. Uh, there's nobody at the. Well, the front. door was wide open. Oh, the door right, was the wide open. The doors were just wide open. They ripped off. The okay, hinges. so I mean, there's no cashier. There's nothing. There's to, no lights. There's on. no lights. The alarm's <laughs> going off. There's water all over the place because the sprinklers, sprinklers are going off. Up. Yeah. I mean, it, it was real. Really, wow. we had a, another nice couple of of videos where a gentleman breaks in and he's looting with like 65 people or something. Okay. And we have these lawnmower racks and there's a Toro lawnmower that's about five foot high on the rack. And this kid picks up this lawnmower and then continues to struggle all the way out the door, all the way down the block to get to his car. And I was like, huh, I wonder how you could move a lawnmower more efficiently than carrying it. (laughs) Like, I wonder maybe you could set it on the ground and Push, push it. it. This is assembled lawnmower, not in a box, right? <laughs> I was like, why didn't you just put it down on the ground and you could have grabbed a bag of some other crap? And, and it was just, it was surreal. Be a more efficient thief, yeah, just, damn well, it. Well, strangely, that one, um, I get a call from the police a couple days later and they said, hey, do you have a bunch of stuff that you were missing? I said, yeah, we did. In fact, they said, do you show this minivan being here? I said, yeah, it's all on security camera. We can see the minivan and see the people. And they said, found that minivan abandoned with all these goods in the back of it with blood everywhere in the van bullet holes and blood whoa and i thought oh well here's the picture of the people that were in that van because i mean our security system is like clear as day you get everything right you can see tattoos you can do see everything and it was so weird and they're like yep there he is that's I was like, oh, so because it, it was their van, like the person who was in the video was. And wow. I thought, wow, that was not a good night. So they did a little looting and then some gunplay and any diner. <laughs> so, but we got all that stuff back. Wow. Just all, yeah. That's, that was uh, a weird time. That was really, I think, uh, thankfully, you know, what's really, really strange is, and and to, to go a long way, we have a store on 18th and Nicolette, right? Mm-hmm. It's kind of a tough neighborhood right now. Oh, it yeah. used to be a beautiful neighborhood. Now it's getting a little tough. We just took our boards down off our windows today. You're kidding. No, since Wasn't that, that over two, two years, years ago? ago? Yep, we just removed them today. Wow. Yeah, I mean, that's how long it's been where we still felt like we needed to be boarded up. Because I remember exactly where I was when I was talking to you, mm-hmm. and there's a, an odd reason why I remember exactly where I was, but that's so bizarre. So it's been longer than two years now. Yeah, and we just finally set up. Now we feel like we can... And you don't um, anticipate that uh, being an issue? No. Or at we, this we point, who no gives idea. a damn? Well, we have no <laughs> idea. I mean, you know, we, we run safe stores the best we can. And we and, and the, what I always try to instill in our team is that, and I, and I mean this, 99.9% of our customers are fantastic. Of course, yes. I mean, but not... 99% of Target's customers, not 99% of Comcast <laughs> service customers. It, it's We have a different kind of customer. People come in, they just need a, they're not in a super big hurry, they're not super mad, they're, they maybe need a little help on some plumbing, and they're just happy to be in the hardware store. And you can feel it. <laughs> it feels different. And, you know, they're not screaming us about our return policy because our return policy is good. You know, and it's just everything about it is simpler. So we have to just remember when we get that one weird one that it's for every thousand transactions you have Correct. one weird one yep. or 5000 transactions and that kind of goes along with basically any form of life especially when you're in the in the in the line of work of trying to cater to customers yeah. that's going to happen a yeah, lot yeah all we're trying to do is make people happy right you got to remind yourself it. of that yeah. Yeah. so your guy Elon Musk is in the news yeah what did he do he went to Mykonos lawmakers for Twitter accused Tesla and SpaceX CEO Elon Musk of attempting to 
sabotage his $44 million agreement to purchase the social media company Twitter on Tuesday in the first hearing of a lawsuit to now force the billionaire to close the deal. Uh, He's not going to do it. The legal teams for Musk and Twitter met in court today to argue over how soon the case will go to trial. Twitter's attorneys are seeking an expedited process and want a four-day trial to occur in September. Musk's lawyers argue that there is no need to rush and want the trial to take place in February of 2023. Here's what I find utterly fascinating about this Mm -hmm. entire story. Because it's hilarious, number one. (laughs) Number two. These whiny you-know-whats mm. for months said, I will leave this platform forever if mm. he buys our company. Oh, wait, you're not going to buy it? No, no, you have to buy it yeah, now. you have to buy it. What a freaking joke. He's never going to buy it. That was my prediction that it was this some kind of pump and dump, but then I learned something more. Mm. So hear, this, hear me out. I am. If I own Tesla... And I am the majority stakeholder in Tesla. Which would be sweet. Which would be sweet, right? And I'm worth $250 billion in Tesla stock. If I go ahead and say, I want to get $5 billion out of here because I want to buy a sweet crib and some other stuff, and I want to just have $5 billion worth of cash, that tanks Tesla because it shows that he's selling out of Tesla when he's the majority stakeholder. And people say, "Uh uh-oh, something's wrong. He must know something, and Tesla stocks takes a dive. But if I say I need to sell some Tesla because I'm going to buy Twitter, so I need to build some cash reserves, then nothing happens to the price of Tesla. Tesla doesn't move because they say, oh, the reason why this principal owner is selling this is because he needs the cash to go buy a different business. He doesn't need it because he's divesting from Tesla. So people think that are brighter than us think he did it because he didn't want Tesla to dump and he wanted to pull $7 billion out of Tesla, which he did. So how interesting would that be if this was just a total BS thing saying, I'm going to buy it for this fully knowing that they can never do what, never live up to the things that he asked for in the contract, like prove that less than 5% of your users are bots, which they could never prove. So he has a way back out and he got $7 billion out of Tesla without having the price of Tesla take a huge dip. Holy cow. Isn't that kind of interesting? That's very interesting. And you know who would think of that? Musk would think of that. Because that's how smart he is. Yeah. And he would say, hey, let's go ahead and do this. And I mean, I bet you anything Twitter goes out of business from this. No chance. It makes no money whatsoever. No one's going to want it after this. It it makes no money. It has no revenue sources, no thoughts of revenue sources. It does nothing besides a blight on the world that makes no money. So I don't disagree with that completely, but there are still so many people that do make money as a result of Twitter. Whew. Uh, people that use it for uh, influencers, for example. They use it, but that doesn't mean Twitter makes any money on no, it. No, that's what I'm saying. That's why I don't think it will die or go away. It, it, they, might, they won't have the money. The stock's going to plummet because this deals. They, they were saying that it was going to be worth 55 or 44 million or whatever it was going to buy for. I can't remember. Right, that's 44 right that. billion. 44 billion, exactly. Um, I said million, but I meant billion. Sorry, no, no, no. No, you were, you were 40, right. It is 44 million. For, no, 44 billion. Uh, lawyers for Twitter accused Tesla and SpaceX CEO Elon Musk for attempting to sabotage his $44 million agreement to purchase the no, social it's media company. It's 44 billion. It is it, 44 it, it's billion. It's 100% 44 billion. Okay. Yeah, sorry. They, they wrote it wrong. Okay. Um, so 
it's going to, and it's never worth that. It's already, it's already way down. The stock price is way, way, way down from that right now. Okay. So of that value, so he'd be, he'd almost be paying twice what the value is right now. He could let it dump down, and he could just keep buying shares at the open market. Musk has reportedly agreed. I kept uh, scrolling ahead to just see money figures yeah. in this particular story. Uh, Musk has reportedly agreed to pay a one billion dollar fine to Twitter if the deal is not completed. Yeah, but he'll never pay that fine either. Why? Because he'll say you didn't prove to me that less of five percent. This byline in this particular yeah. contract so, was it met. So he's not going to get. And even if he does pay a billion dollars, if he would have sold out those seven billion dollars worth of Tesla stock, and t- his stocks went from two hundred fifty dollar, two hundred fifty billion dollars worth of value down to a hundred eighty billion dollars. Well, that's seventy million dollars. What would you rather? Seventy billion dollars. What would you rather do? Lose one billion on the Twitter deal? And by the way, you get to destroy t- Twitter at the same time. <laughs> I, the guy's a mad genius. You do he, love him. Do you know he you? has ten kids? I did not know that. That's a lot of children. Isn't one of them named B dash hyphen something or other? I don't know. It's a really I weird I, name. I think that's the one. No, it's A O X, isn't it? Axon or Axolone something, or something like that. Yeah, that's the one I think he has with Grimy. Yeah, because I'm pretty sure that, that Grimes, that'll but... result in the kid having a normal life, I'm sure. But, yeah, I, I, but like how kind of a normal guy. life can you have when Elon Musk is your father? Yeah, when... when Meaning uh, meaning are, that you're just always in the public eye, everything regardless of how much yeah. they try to... So he I'm, has a transgender child, I think. I did not know that. And and nine, like a total of ten kids. That's a lot of children. Because um, it, it's reminding me something that I've been really looking forward to watching. And I know you're not obviously as big a baseball guy as I am, but... ESPN has put together this series, much like the last dance they did with Michael Jordan mm-hmm. and the Chicago Bulls, on Derek Jeter that debuts, I think it debuted last night. I recorded it, so I haven't watched it yet. And I got to say, I can't wait to watch this thing. And here's <laughs> I know, why. I, I know why. I'm Okay, go ahead. Because he dated a series well, of the most beautiful women. Sure. There right? is that, there and is he that never part got married, and he said, I'm never going to get married. There, There is that okay. part of it. However, I guess that does play part into why I'm fascinated to watch this. And again, no one hates the New York Yankees more than me. Mm-hmm. Ask John Height. John Height and I talk about baseball every single day when we work together. Every single day. And John's a huge Yankee fan, and I love the Yankees. Yeah. I love I love watching them lose. That's not why. To me, because he and I are about the same age, Jeter. Mm-hmm. He's a little bit older than me, but we're about the same age. And when you see what he did collectively, coming up as a 20-year-old kid playing for the bleep in New York Yankees, mm-hmm. And to be able to live a life in which you had that kind of fame, that kind of fortune, that kind of you know uh, charisma about Power. you, but to be able to just kind of give the perception of living the straight and narrow yep. for that long without really ever having a scandal involved. Yeah, of course, you dated a lot of very attractive women and married one of the most stunning women on on the planet. Did he marry someone? Oh, yeah. He has three daughters. Okay. Uh, in fact, he has a sweatshirt that says, you don't scare me. I have three daughters. Oh, got it. Which is which yeah, I also think yeah, is like great. That. Yeah, that's good. And he just he just seems like a very cool customer. So I'm, I'm just I'm curious to get more of the backstory on kind of what made him tick. I wonder if he's cool or if he's Joe Mauer-esque where he's just kind of a. And this is no rip on Joe Mauer, but sure. I, Joe Mauer's just a conservative cat who just Didn't is kind of the quiet. Spotlight. Yeah, I just, I mean, I think his Jeter's, kids go to my kid's school, right? And he's he's sure. volunteering at school. He's just this nice guy who says, hey, I was the one of the world's best baseball players, arguably one of the world's best. And I'm just a normal guy, but hey. I think, though, with, with, with Jeter, I think it's more everything was calculated. Yeah. You know, because um, he even said in one of the promos, oh, if cell phones had been around. 
back then, I would have had a three-year career. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. He okay. said that for, for a fact. Because, Who you know, did get, he marry? Um, Minka oh, Kelly? No. Is that her name? I can't remember. I know he, he dated her for a long time. Derek Jeter's wife. Because she was here for the All-Star game okay. in 2014. Uh, I, left, I left that game early. You did not. I did too. I was Were you pulling a reverse? I, I was with my dad. And Hannah like, Davis. Hannah Davis. I don't know who that is. Oh yeah. You you. If you saw her, she okay. was in a lot of like direct TV commercials and oh, stuff. Got it. If okay. you saw, she's she's stunning. Obviously. Yeah. I mean, I, uh, he's obviously. a handsome guy. He's yeah. got all the money in the world. He lives in New York. He's got to be a great catch. Sure. I'd date him, probably. Probably. Yeah. I wouldn't blame you. Yeah, yes, that's right. Why did you leave the Ulster game earlier? Uh, well, I went with my father, and we had these you know, great... Behi- we were behind the catcher, but up on the top deck, which is still kind of a great spot to sit, right? Sure, sure. So you're, you get the whole the whole field and everything, and my dad turns to me in like the third inning and says, you ready? <laughs> I said, oh, really? Is that what we're going to do? <laughs> we're at... Like and it was a perfect night. I mean, it was. Oh, it was absolutely perfect. Everything about it was perfect. Mm-hmm. Our city looked perfect. Everything about it. And I said, "Really?" So we went. We left, and we went downtown to one of the places that had that open rooftop deck that has that glass that slides. I can't remember the name of it. Oh, uh, I do, I remember exactly where that place what's that, was. What's that called? Why can't I think of it? It will come to me. We sat there and had a couple appetizers and had a drink. And I'm like, why don't we just do this at the game? <laughs> Could have just done it. We're now one and a half blocks away from where we were. Had to beat the traffic. Yeah. I don't even know. I was like, okay, I guess. Yeah, I, my my father's patience is just that south of mine. He just doesn't have patience either. So I don't know if I, I if I, I'm sure I have, but my um, All Star Game story. Since you know tonight's the All Star mm-hmm. Game for Major League Baseball. Yeah, that's how we I had done a series of shows from the plaza. Um, I don't think Garage Logic was there, but when I was doing the radio show with Roycey, I know we did Monday night and Tuesday night there on the plaza. And I had done a Sunday show with uh, Jim Suhan, who was working for the station at the time, because mm-hmm. um, then I took my wife and my oldest son, because she was pregnant with my now seven-year-old, and then I took my folks to the Futures game, which is like the the the, the minor league version of yeah. the future All-Stars of baseball, because that way I could tell my son and my, my father that I took them to the All-Star game when they got older. Because one wouldn't remember. They wouldn't remember. Yeah. And for, for two different reasons. Yeah, one wouldn't know and one wouldn't remember. Yeah. So the home run derby last year, and I don't know if you remember this. So we had done the show, and so former producer Corey Ruffs and I wanted to go get something to eat because each day they said, hey, here's your voucher for your food and whatever. Because mm-hmm. me- you got a media pass, and then they gave you a voucher to, to, to go get something at the concession stand, yep. whatever. And we had been reading about all these cool, unique things that they had for this for the series of, of events at, at Target Field. And I thought, oh, we got to go get this fantastic burger at Tomball Tavern because that's my that's my spot, Tomball Tavern at Target Field. We walk up there and it's closed off for a private event and we went, ah, oh, crap. Oh. So Roofs decided, well, I'm just going to go home. I don't want to stay here for the home run derby anyway. I want to get out of here. And I said, all right. And so then I kind of walked around because, you know, you're soaking it in because this is probably the only time I'm ever going to go to an all-star game because yeah. it's here in my backyard. Especially here, yeah. And I finally went back and and I said, ah, thinking that I needed to get in there because I just wanted to get this one burger item and then I was going to eat that and go. And I was wearing, I was wearing my red... 1500 ESPN poloed shirt mm-hmm. and the Tomball Tavern was closed off because ESPN Network oh. had the rights for that day because they put it on TV and then the they ESPN. they must have had a bunch of corporate people that were there mm-hmm. and she said oh are you are you here she pointed at my shirt she said oh are you here working and i said yes mm-hmm. which technically was not a lie no and you work for ESPN 
kind of. Technically, kind so of. So she said, oh, are you here by yourself? I said, yeah, my boss uh, uh, left, and so I was just going to try to get something to eat. And she goes, oh, hon, just, just go ahead and go on in. She had the clipboard, and she asked if I was on there. And okay. I said, I'm probably not on your list. And she said, she looked at my shirt. She goes, that's fine. And I had a credential. She yeah. said, that's fine. So I walk into Town Vault Tavern. And I walked up and I and I and I ordered a beer because mm-hmm. you know I'm done with work. I'm going to yeah. have a beer and I'm going to order a, a, that specialty burger that they had. And, and the guy says, "Okay," and he sets it on the counter and walks away. And I went, "Oh, sweet Jesus! Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Oh no! I and might I be stealing around, these, but I'm stealing it from ESPN." And I looked around and I saw they had just lines of carving stations with mm. meat. And I thought, "Holy crap! Everything in here is free." Yeah. What do I do? So then I just I, I sat down and did not want to make a big stink. So yeah. I sat down and had my beer. And, Maybe had another one and had had a little tray of food and Kent Herbeck sees me and he's uh, in there with a bunch of former twins. And sure, Kent's got the look of I know this bleeper's not yeah, supposed to be. Yeah, what are look. you doing here? Yeah. <laughs> so oh no! He just looked at me and he said, "What you doing?" I said, "Watching the derby." How about you? And he just kind of had his glass of whatever he's drinking. He goes, "That a boy, that a boy," because he knew I was full of crap. Oh, it was fantastic. Funny. And then uh, my boss, who you know, Dan. Mm-hmm. Walked in with a bunch of ESPN executives <laughs> and saw me sitting at the bar. And he goes, bleeping Reavers. And so he walks over. <laughs> he walks over and he says, and I saw him coming. I got the big grin. He mm-hmm. goes, what you, what you doing, Reeves? And I said, just uh, having a time. He goes, or no, no, I'm sorry. He said, how did you get in here? And I said, charm and charisma. Charm and charisma. <laughs> and he and said, did he say, no, really, how did you get in here? No, really, <laughs> he said, he said, Finish what you're eating. Get the hell out of here before you before I fire your ass. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> of course he was joking, but I, yeah. I wasn't planning on staying that long anyway. Um, so it, it was, but it was awesome. Plus you had your nine beers and four well, burgers. But what then. was what I do remember though about that about that specific day, because you know it's always the Monday of All Star break. Mm-hmm. But I remember there was a significant weather delay because it poured for about an hour. So the derby itself, I think, is supposed to start at you know seven or whatever. And I remember it did not get started until much, much later, because hmm. I was in there in the thing for an hour. I was, you know, screwing around for another hour, and I remember getting all the way home and still watched the end of it. Oh, really? And I had a you know forty minute commute oh. from Target Field Just, at the time. You know, that was you said seven years ago. It was two thousand fourteen. Okay, two thousand fourteen. Yeah. So just. Think where our city is. Can you imagine having that? Get out of my head. Get out of my head because I remember how much fun that week or that week because it was during the week. Well, I guess it technically started on the weekend, but I remember bringing my wife and my then you know two year old Mm -hmm. to to downtown, and we had I took my parents out for lunch. Yeah, not even. And it was a blast. Everything was it was so much fun. Yeah, how how it's changed so dramatically. Right. I mean, just seems a bummer. And hopefully it's coming back. But and and then the Super Bowl. Right, the Super Bowl. Our town was kind of on top of what it was. That would have right? been, or excuse me, February of 2018 because it was the yeah. 2017 season. Yeah. yeah, and that was fun. And then I always say this: for me personally, had, had, having worked downtown so many weekends, you know, from 2015 to when the pandemic hit, we peaked the weekend that Prince died. And I know I've shared this with you and, and mm-hmm. the listeners a bunch of times, but that to me is when we peaked because I never saw the city more unified than and I you know I was going out downtown yeah. 20 years ago up until I I remember that was when I felt like this is so cool to be a part of this yes and when all those people surrounded first avenue and they had and when was that, that was that 2016 when did he die I think it's 2016 uh, it was like no, April yeah, of 2016 was it that 
long ago? Hold on. Was it before or after the Super Bowl? Had to be before the Super Bowl. I think it was before. Yeah. Um, yeah, he died April 21st, 2016. Wow, good memory. Yeah. Well, and I, I, there's a reason I remember it was 2016, but I guess the Super Bowl would have been after that. But I'm saying, you know, it was late or, you know, mid, mid spring. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It was great weather. Yeah. People were playing music in the streets until God knows when. First Ave stayed open till sunup for crying yeah, out loud. Yeah. You know, with, 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 Celebrity DJs coming to town to play and whatnot. It was it was just a fun week. No one wanted to go home. No, no it was, one wanted it was to a go to sad, bed. sad event. But sure, people all came together. But at he that unified point. the entire city, yeah. if not the entire state. He did. Anyway. You know that it's funny because the the I was looking at the Mall of America today because I have some people coming into town. And I thought maybe I'll take everybody to the Mall of America. Not everybody's seen that. And then I, I I'm looking at the Mall of America's homepage and it's 30 years old. I'm like wait, is that? possible that the oh, mall of God, america is yes. 30 and then i still call the zoo that's in apple valley the minnesota new zoo the new zoo the, i mean i still call it the new zoo <laughs> and that's almost 50 or you know or 40 uh-huh. it's, it's like well how did stuff happen so quickly i mean it, it doesn't seem possible that the mall of america could be 30 wow i'd never would but it's 100 percent right yeah. because 92 was when yeah. it opened yeah it, it just seems wow very very long ago well, or it seems very new to me you'll i love getting these uh every once in a while these little feelings of just how old you, yeah. you are because uh this happened just a couple of weeks ago when some of the guys on on our team oh how was the seattle ballpark and i said yeah it's really cool because they saw my, my 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 the photos i put up on twitter mm-hmm. i said oh it was a blast you have so much fun it, it had i got to check another one off the list because i've never been to that ballpark and I said, yeah, I can't believe it's 23 years old. Like, really? And I said, yeah, it's funny. I remember watching the opening game because that was a stadium that opened midway through the season. They played the first, I think, 30, 40 games, whatever it was, at the old Kingdome. And okay. then they moved into the into this ballpark, which used to be Safeco Field, which is now T-Mobile Field, in the middle part of the season. Mm-hmm. And I said, and I remember watching that because I was in college at the time. And one of the guys at the team said, wait, you were in college 23 years yeah. ago? Yeah. Oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna go check. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll see myself out over here. Oh, isn't that shy? It it just strain feels yep. strange. I did have uh, one of my good family friends. His name is Mark. My wife and I went and saw him, and we were at an event together. And I I turned to Mark and I said, "Hey, Mark, do you remember Nicole?" And he looks at my beautiful wife and says, "Oh my God, you've gotten so big." And I said. No, Mark, this isn't one of my daughters. <laughs> and forever, Nicole looks at me and says, "Someone that you know well." Thought I was your daughter, and she's younger than I am, but you know, not that's always my, nice, yeah, isn't not it? my daughter's age, yeah. younger, right? That's and always I th- nice. I said, honey, you can keep flattering yourself, but Mark just had a momentary lapse of logic thinking that you were one of my daughters. I thought it was the funniest thing in the world, and she gave me crap for that, and still does to yeah, this day. I probably would too if I yeah, was in her situation. A, yeah. I gotta be perfectly honest with you. So, I know we stated this a couple minutes ago in the show, and we normally tend to avoid the the real things that plague mm-hmm. our society and really hard-hitting news items that we we tend to avoid that stuff on the show. But I can't get past this. So you obviously haven't had a chance to listen to GL today because you walked in as I was posting the mm-hmm. show. And it was uh, a bit of a breaking news item. We kind of expected that this was going to happen, but um, 16 different uh, Congress people were arrested today, including our own Ilhan Omar. Wait, what? And AOC for their protests outside of the Supreme Court to protest the overturning of Roe versus Wade. Okay, I did not know that. So a lot of that. they had announced that they were going to be out there, and there was a lot of video because of social media. And this is what's driving me insane. 
All of them, no, I shouldn't say all of them, but most of them because videos are surfacing, including uh, one from Rebecca Brannon, who I follow on Twitter. She's a fantastic journalist. Both AOC and Ilan Omar, along with some of the other uh, congressional women, are pretending to be handcuffed as police are escorting them. They have their hands behind their backs like they're handcuffed. They're being, and, and they all are looking for cameras to make sure that they're being videotaped, pretending to be handcuffed. Wow, that is rich. That is really can, rich. Th- rich is a good word because yeah. I can't think of, it, that's just sad and My, pathetic and... It, it, that's yeah. That's not right. The, the right? police officer escorting Miss Omar mm-hmm. couldn't be nicer. As in, sure. hey, it's uh, let's go this way. Yep. He doesn't. He's not touching her. He's mm-hmm. not. And you can see she's pretending because then she, once she gets by the camera, she waves to somebody. Ugh. So she's just merely this looking for the hypocrisy. Will kill any any politician. I don't care if you're left or right. If you're yeah. a hypocrite, hypocrite, that doesn't work. Right, that doesn't work. That's I think Gavin Newsom's going to have a hard time running for president because people are going to say, "Remember when you were at that restaurant with all your friends? Yet the entire town was closed down, including every restaurant." Mm-hmm. And people are going to not take that very well. I I've, I did I did love AOC <sighs> had. Did you play the clip of the troll who was watching AOC and he's like, "There's my favorite Latina. You look great, AOC. Best booty in the in all of Congress." Did you ever see that clip? No. So a guy who's a, like a, a known internet troll is on the steps of the Capitol. And AOC, I think she's very pretty, right? And she looks great. She has this beautiful dress on, and she's walking by, and this guy's like, there she is, AOC. You're my favorite. And just, I love you, AOC. Look at that Latina booty. He's just, like, kind of screaming inappropriate, but he's not being super salacious. He's not swearing. He's being super complimentary. He does at one point say, I know you want to kill babies and all, but I still love you. You know, he kind of throws that in. (laughs) And she walks over to him a little bit, and says, I don't want to do a selfie with you, kind of like making a joke and then walks away and like come, some of her handlers grab her. And then later on, she goes to the D.C. police and says, does a report saying, hey, that was so disrespectful. I can't believe that anyone would be there protesting me on the steps of the Capitol. And they're not pushing him away. Well, he didn't move at all. He didn't move closer to where she actually moved towards him. And she does that. But then as she recants the story about what he said. She says, and then he was saying things about like my gorgeous, juicy Latina booty. And I'm like, nope, no, he didn't say that. She inserts this compliment about herself. Wow. <laughs> like my beautiful, beautiful, juicy Latina booty. I'm like, what a sad state we are. It just was just in. so funny that. So you have to add all these superlatives to what you say he said about you when all he said is, look at her big Latina booty. I mean, it was, he was not being, dis- he was, he was being. Like stupid, the, right? Like the, a goofball. The best though has been the accompaniment of a lot of things that she has done with mm-hmm. the Nick Swardson meme from oh uh, Reno Nine One One. Remember the show Reno Nine One One, in which he's sitting because he the, the character that that Nick Swardson played, who was my my favorite on that show, by the way. But because they were all hilarious, mm-hmm. but his character was so over the top, it was fantastic. Where he's got his roller skates and he's sitting next to the tree and he's talking to the two Reno 911 cops and he goes, I was murdered. Yeah. You know? <laughs> and that one accompanied basically everything, everything she that says. she said everything today. Everything she said. Which well, was pretty so, funny. I, so 16 senators, that's a lot. Well, 16 con- uh, Congress, congressmen, right? Congresswomen. Oh, Congress only women. women. It was all women. Oh, it was Corey, all women. Corey okay. Bush from Missouri. Can we say congresswomen? I don't know if that's politically correct. Congressperson, I think, Congress is what we can. Congressperson? Sure. I, th- I think, right? I mean, I think How about you got frauds? Can we say well, frauds? No, we can't no say I can't. That. I can't yeah, say that. Yeah, okay, yeah, maybe I'll edit that out of the show or maybe not. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. Well, so we got political and I didn't mean to, but Michael, But it was a good you. story and we got to talk about AOCs, but so that's something. There is that. Yeah. Let's send all shows. 
with but, that. By talking about butts? Yeah. Okay. Random right. butt of the day? All right. Reavers, you're the best. Thank you, Michael. Please do us a favor, rate and review the show wherever you happen to be listening to this particular show. On whatever platform you happen to be listening to, we would greatly appreciate it. His name is Mike Fredoloni. My name is Chris Reavers. We'll do this again next week. Until then, cheers. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. It's crazy to think that a few weeks ago we were talking about whether or not Tua Tagovailoa should consider retiring. After two concussions and worldwide debates on player safety and NFL culpability, Tua has done nothing but go back to work and currently has the Dolphins riding a three-game win streak and one loss behind the division favorite Buffalo Bills. While everyone was yapping about the end of his career, Tua Tagovailoa said he'll decide when it's time. And clearly, he's not ready to hang up the cleats. Hi, this is Chris Howard from the Plugged In with Chris Howard podcast. BetOnline.net is your number one source for betting football and the start of the new basketball season. Find all the latest player developments, team matchups, news podcasts, and in-depth analysis on every game. BetOnline remains your continued source for all your sports wagering information with live betting up to the minute scores for every sp- the fastest and easiest way to check in on all your favorite games and events, including the MLB playoffs, the start of the NHL season, MMA, boxing, and golf. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those at BetOnline as well. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. BetOnline, where the game starts.